Hello, welcome to Raw Japan episode 43. This is Brandon Chin broadcasting from Itoshima, Fukuoka. And as you can tell, maybe by my voice, I'm sick. And I want to talk about sickness in Japan. Getting sick in Japan. How does it work? Well, it works like everywhere else.、Uh, the one thing, the many times I've been sick throughout the years here in Japan, I've lived here for four years. And I've spent time in multiple places. Just so you know, I've been bo- I was born in Florida in the US, and my parents are Jamaican, which means that warm climates are my jam. But I spent some time in Hokkaido as well as Nagano during the winter, and that, those places get cold. So I think I've, been,、uh, I've gotten accustomed to the cold and snow and wintry vibes. But I still seem to get sick around this time, November, December. And usually it's once a year and really bad. But、uh, I've learned that、uh, drinking lots of fluids,、uh, usually tea, and I've picked up fasting while I've been here in Japan. So, like, I usually try to fast once a month for a day, 24 hours. And recently I haven't done it, but.、Uh, Usually, when I get sick, when I start to have like a get feverish or achy and get the cold with the sinuses flaring up, I do a fast while drink, well, usually just water, but sometimes tea. And usually the next day, I feel a little bit better. And from there, I can,、uh, as long as I watch what I eat, lots of vegetables and fruits. And brown rice, always with the sticky brown rice. I can usually be back on my feet within a week or so, but recently I was, uh, uh, I was, how do you say? My brain's not moving. I was taken over by a、uh, summer cold. They call it Natsukaze. And it usually happens in really humid places. So Itoshima during the summer. Is, is very hot and humid. And Florida can also get humid, but this shit was another thing. And I basically had a cold in the summer for a month. So I was like, I was stuffed up,、uh, my shit was leaking, and、um, I was sick. I had headaches and shit. It was one month. And I did what I could. Fasting didn't work. None of it worked because, as I've asked people around that, you know, have dealt with this heat before, they said, you know, all you can do is wait it out. I even went to the hospital. I never get medicine. I went to the hospital to get medicine, and even that didn't work. So it's because you're still in the heat that your body can't、uh, recover. But with the winter, Uh, now, I got a kotatsu in this house, which is basically a、uh, table with a heater on the underside of it, and you put a blanket under the top of the table so that the heat is contained. And you can slip your legs under there. And、uh, during my time in Hiroshima a few years ago, I usually would fall asleep under the kotatsu with my、uh, good friend, mentor, and somebody I consider like an older sister, Rui-san, Mori Rui-san. Um, we would have some interesting talks and stuff in the kitchen, and then we would just pass out under the kotatsu sometimes, and it's, it's nice.、Uh, but 
Itoshima gets really cold in the winter and I am going to be preparing with some thick winter clothes, get my kotatsu ready and make sure I got the food on. On. I don't, I don't know how to end that sentence. Make sure I got my food nice. There we go. Came through. Came through. Uh, so yeah, that's basically how I handle sickness in Japan. Uh, most Japanese people though, they go immediately to the hospital and go because well first of all there's national health care right uh, not like the US so it's affordable and available to everyone so you can just go and get some medicine and so most people once they feel like a little bit of uh 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 go and do it immediately but uh, I think the intention is kind of misguided and misplaced because a lot of people do it so that they can get back to work right away because that is uh, seen as, uh, you know, you're just not going to be, it's not going to be taken lightly by the company that you are taking rest to recover, which is kind of silly because you need your staff, your personnel to be uh, ready to go to perform. Yet people are beaten over uh by uh my policy and just just too worried about what other people will think of them so recently i was talking to um a friend of mine she is a junior high school teacher and she's been one for four or five years now and most teachers even though arrive they arrive at like seven or eight at school in the morning they go home 9, 10, 11. And that's just from, you know, setting up the work or the, the preparation for the next day's class as well as some office work and stuff like that. And even the principal goes home late. Uh, and you start to think like, and, and not even that, they work every day. So they have the five days a week of school and then over the weekends, they have club activities, bukatsu. And... Uh, some of those days too are until like six, seven, eight, and that's the weekend. So, what she told me is that most teachers are doing something every day of the week uh, related to school. And so, you start to think um, when people take breaks. I mean, she was talking about by law they have like about forty days of a vacation, but nobody takes the days because they feel bad when they do, and then that work is. Um, then shift it over to their colleagues. And so the guilt and the shame uh, pushes people to, when they get sick, run to the hospital, grab some medicine, pop, 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 use it as a Band-Aid to go back and uh, suffer at work from overwork. And if you're not going to fix the core of the problem, the root of the problem, which is overwork and exhaustion, then it doesn't matter how much medicine you take. In fact, if you take... Taking more medicine probably will make you sicker because then you get side effects, which you will then have to take more medicine, etc., etc. It's happening in the U.S. as well. You have opioid crisis in the South, Bible Belt, and this is part of the reason. Americans, too, are overworked, so they take medicine to band-aid the shit up. doesn't work. Got to take more medicine for the medicine. They get addicted, and it's a downhill spiral from there. So... Uh, the point of this episode basically is to take care of your mental and your body 
when, well, preferably before you get sick, so that when you do get sick, it's not that bad, or you won't get sick. And especially when you are sick, take the time and care to treat your mind and your body properly. Otherwise, your, your life is going to be shortened. You're not going to be enjoying it as much. And you cause even more trouble to the people around you because you're prolonging something that could have been fixed by simply hitting the problem at the root. Okay, that's it. Sickness in Japan. That's how I handle it. That's how Japanese people handle it. And... Uh, you find a way for yourself, you know, the best way for you to deal with sickness. And I think for me too, especially staying away from screens and the internet is a good one because uh, you need to rest. Like I just spent like four hours laying in bed listening to music. And for me, that is healing time. So, see you on the next episode. Before that, if you're more, if you're interested in more stories like this, in the written form, go to brandonchin.net/raw and join my mailing list. Just pop in your email, and you'll get some emails. Usually daily, but you know, sometimes it's on and off. In any case, it's frequent. If you're traveling to Japan, if you have plans to travel to Japan to come here. But you want to do it right. You don't want to just join some tour where you are getting overworked. Uh, then go to brandonchin.net backslash change, C-H-A-N-G-E. And I got a guide experience that I think will have you enjoying your trip and going back home healthy and changed. So do it up. See you on the next episode. Oyasumi nasai. Go jiai kudasai. Take care of yourself.